0: Hello, and I hope that you are enjoying our Christmas service. Uh, It's just beautiful to uh, sing some carols. They are songs of worship. Uh, Don't forget, they're not just carols that people sing at Christmas time. They are songs of worship. Great to see the children taking part and that greatest story that has ever been told, the story of how God loves us all the whole of mankind that he gave Jesus Christ I want to continue in that theme we've been looking at through this last month the Advent month we've called it a child is born the theme and we're looking at the words of the prophet Isaiah and he said this back uh, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 9 and verse 6 for to us a child is born to us, a son is given, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we've looked at each one of those titles, those names that uh, Isaiah gave to the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and we've reached a conclusion here, and this is now mighty god we've looked at wonderful counselor we've looked at everlasting father we've looked at the prince of peace and now i'm just going to look very briefly only about 15 20 minutes at the most on mighty god you see and i've said every time and uh we've we've looked at this that these are not just names they are actual aspects of christ's personality it's who he is you know it's not just a counsellor, a nice, good guy, he was a counsellor, yeah, yeah. Um, he had father qualities, and yeah, that, he got, a lot of people have got that. And Isaiah didn't just say that he would be a peacemaker, he didn't just say that. He didn't just say that he was going to be a great guy. He actually said, mighty God. Now this title, this aspect of his character is totally different the others. Isaiah was actually saying he is God. He will be God. And then we look at Matthew's account um, of the account of birth of Jesus in uh, Matthew chapter 1. And Matthew is actually quoting Isaiah in a lot of what he says. And in verse 23 of Matthew 1, it says, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. So he is quoting Isaiah, where Isaiah is talking about the Messiah coming, and he will be the mighty God. So Matthew is saying, this is what happened. The, the angel came and spoke to Joseph, and, and in all this conversation, they said that his name would be Emmanuel God with us this is identifying how close God wants to come to us he wants to be with us and I got very three very quick points one of them is very quick it's only a matter of about 30 seconds or so but the first one God with us you know since mankind turned their backs on God right back in the beginning Um, When mankind sinned, we caused a a chasm, a gulf between us and God. And ever since then, God has, has set a plan in motion to get close to us, to build this relationship with us, to live amongst us. The Bible talks it to dwell with us. He wants to dwell with us. He always wants to come and be with us. And down through the ages, God has had this plan in motion, and he's, he's done all sorts of things to try and draw people to him so that he can come closer to them. Mighty God. You see, it's not a God that's out there somewhere. It's not a God that is far removed, that we, we can't relate to him at all. He wants to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. It's a relationship. I can honestly say right now that I don't have religion. I have a personal relationship with Almighty God through Jesus Christ, because that's what He wants. He wants that with you. It's not just something that we remember a couple of times a year, maybe at Christmas, maybe at Easter, uh, maybe at, at a, a baptism or a dedication or whatever it is, or a christening or whatever it is. This is, this, that's not a relationship. That can be just religion. A relationship is an ongoing thing. It's a lifestyle. And it's what God wants with you. That's why Matthew said his name will be Emmanuel, God with us. You see, no one can force you to love them, can they? No one can force you to love them. They can can do all sorts and you can say you love someone. Because someone's forced you, but it doesn't change how you really feel inside. And God is like that. He doesn't want to force anyone to love Him. He wants us to have a relationship with Him and love Him from our being, from inside us. The greatest demonstration of His love to us is that He gave a part of Himself in Jesus Christ to bridge that gulf. To bridge that chasm that was caused, that chasm of sin. He had to bridge it. And I said last week when I preached about the Prince of Peace, there had to be a negotiation. There had to be uh, a payment for this. And that payment was Jesus Christ became the sacrifice. Because the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there would be no forgiveness of sin. And Jesus Christ became that for us. He loved us so much. The Bible says this. In John 3 and verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, that means eternal death, but they will have eternal life. He has come to us. He is mighty God, but yet he has come to dwell with us. God With us, even when we turned away from Him. And this is how John described it. In the first chapter of John, in verse 10 to 12, he said, He came to the very world that He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people, and even they rejected Him. But to all who believe in Him and accept Him, He gave the right to become children of God. You have the right to become a child of God because God has come to you. God with us. God with you. Emmanuel, this mighty God that Isaiah talked about. So don't get too distracted with all the tinsel and all the lights this year. I know it's it's very different Christmas this year, but we still got lots of uh, festivities going on. Don't get too distracted by those. There's only one light. And that is the light of Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. God loved us so much that He gave so that He could dwell with us, be in us. He keeps coming to us. He will keep coming to you. You will will be reminded of Him constantly because He wants this relationship with you. All He asks is that we love Him. He's not gonna force to love him at all and then a very quick point not just um, God with us but God in us you know the Bible says that he can dwell within us because God is a spirit and his Holy Spirit can mingle with our spirit and dwell within us we are body soul and spirit And until we accept Him, until we come to Him and believe in Him, like I've just explained, that Holy Spirit of God, our spirit is dead. This is why Jesus says, you have to be born again. In other words, your spirit needs to be reborn. Because when mankind turned away from God, the spirit of man just lay dormant, dead, if you like, inside but when you come to Jesus, your spirit comes alive, and your whole, and the Holy Spirit mingles with your spirit, and you feel something different. There's there's something that happens inside you, because it's not just God with us, but God in us. His Spirit speaks to our spirit. The Bible says in in one Corinthians chapter three, do you not know? And this is verse sixteen. Do you not know and do you not understand that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. He can dwell in you when your spirit is alive. He can live in you. Not just with you, but in you. Jesus said if we give our lives over to Him, if we love Him, then He would stay with us. He would dwell with us. The way He does that is through the Holy Spirit in us. He said He would dwell in us. He would stay in us. And we would stay in Him. So not only is it God with us, not only is it God in us but it's also us with God and then very fine finally and very quickly John 14 Jesus speaks and he says this verse 2 and 3 I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you he's going to prepare a place for us an eternal place this is why uh, it says in another place, that I already read, John three sixteen that we will have everlasting life. He is preparing this place for us. And he said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you can be where I am. You see, we can be with God. God with us, God in us, but then us with God. The entire focus of heaven is, is being reunited with Almighty God. The entire focus of God and everything that He is, it's to be reunited with us. You see, heaven, this place that Jesus said He is preparing, it's not, a, it's not heaven because there's streets of gold. It's not heaven because it has pearly gates. It's not heaven because The angels are there. It's heaven because Jesus is there. And we can be with him. Even as he prepares a place for us, he prepares us for that place. So even now, we are being prepared for that place so that we can be with him. He is with us. He is in us, and we will be with Him. That is past, that is present, and it's future. This mighty God that the prophet Isaiah talked about, God with us, that Matthew talked about, can be your God, my God, this mighty God, the God of all creation. When you look around, and you look at the beauty of creation, you see, earth, it's no accident. The God of the universe, the universe is not just a a stream of random events. There's a plan and a purpose. There's an order to the universe. Science will tell you this. There is order in the universe. Because there is a plan and a purpose to everything. Because our God, this mighty God, is the God of the universe. This God is the God of miracles, even now. He's the God of miracles. He's the same God that, that healed my wife when she was told by all the doctors and an x-ray that she would have to have quite extensive, a big operation. So we prayed, and we prayed, and we had a second opinion, and we had more x-rays. And it turned out that she didn't have to have an operation or any medical treatment at all. This is my God. He can be your God because he is with us. He's the God of miracles. He's the God who deserves all our praise, all our worship. You see, deep inside us, our spirit is yearning to worship him. The Bible says that God has placed eternity in the heart of man. Inside you, there is a yearning in your spirit to worship him. And only when you you come into his presence, your spirit, and I've described it like this, that the message of Jesus Christ is like CPR for your spirit. You know, when you hear the message of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is is speaking to your spirit and it's like, your spirit takes a breath and wants to come alive. And the first thing your spirit wants to do is to worship Him. This is Almighty God. He is with us. We are with Him. We can go to be with Him. You know, in the beginning, God breathed life into everything. He spoke the Word and it became. John, in another place, says this, that the Word was in the beginning. And he describes Jesus Christ as the Word, right from the beginning, because He was God. He was mighty God. It all fits together. He is God with us, Emmanuel. He was Word. He was the Word. And then verse 14, John says These words that John uses, he's a humble fisherman, but he comes up with these these deep spiritual words. He says this in John chapter 1 and verse 14, he says, "...the Word became flesh and dwelt among us." Why? Because all God wants is a relationship with you and me. Almighty God, God with us, The mighty God of the whole universe wants a relationship with you. And he sent Jesus Christ, the light of the world, into this world to shine the light of almighty God through him. This God is our God. This God is your God. Let's pray. Lord, we come before you right now. And we declare that you are mighty God. You are the light of the world. Lord, I pray for everyone right now listening to this. I pray, Lord, that they will have a blessed Christmas. I pray, Lord, that they will have a happy Christmas. I pray, Lord, that you will guard us and protect protect us in these difficult times. And Lord, as we spend time with each other, Lord, you'll, you'll guard us and protect us. And as we come into the new year, Lord, that we will have a fantastic new year. And Lord, we remember you at this time. It's not just about the festivities and the food and the, and the twinkling lights. It's about you, the light of the world, mighty God, God with us. And so Lord, as we close right now, help us just to take a moment to remember and reflect and thank you. You know, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Saviour, you can invite Him into your life. Just ask Him. He's not forcing you to love Him. He wants a relationship with you. Your spirit will come alive inside and it will mingle with God's Holy
1: Spirit. hear the angels song that rang so sweet and clear when heaven's light and music fell and mercy found us here glory in the highest and on the earth be peace glory to god the angels sing Tell the Father's love, His goodness, and His grace to show the brightness of His smile, the glory of His face. So, glory in the highest, and on the earth be peace. Glory to God, your children sing. His
2: name shall be called wonderful.